I'll make them all see that I could be anything I wanna be If you got a dream, then you need persistence and lots of belief, yeah Yo, don't take that Negative energy, I replace that I just wanna be me, I don't fake that I just wanna be free, I chase that Hey, what's going on? It's Kyle George. And I'm Rodney Harris. And you are back again to listen to a different angle. Uh, as always, as we always like to start it off, Rod, brother, how's your mental for this week? Man, I'll tell you, <laughs> I learned a lot this past week. You know, starting a new gig is always fun. This is week two. Um, I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about the, the future. Uh, and I just feel like the future got it's all shaky ground right now with a lot of I had to rethink and reevaluate some some choices. I was like, man, oh man, if I can go back and be uh 15, 16 years old again and um kind of have a better mindset and to think about things and it's like some things make you shake your head when you when you're working in an environment with, with that age group and you're like, you yeah. know, man, I hope that everything's gonna be okay and we get it together, but my mental, I'm I'm at a strong seven, man. I, I really, really feel like it's 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 a good it's a good placement for me. I do feel like I was in a bit of a rut all of August into September, mm-hmm. and man, finally about to roll into October, feeling good. I got strong spooky seven, spooky season, birthday month, everything's oh, cooking. Yeah. My favorite time of the year is fall. It's, 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 throw your hoodie on, get outside, enjoy the air. Man, it's a good time to be alive. Absolutely. Well, how's uh, your mental going, brother? Uh, I don't know, actually. I really didn't think about it. Um, <laughs> I, I, no, I, I, I would say a seven. Um, it hasn't been bad. It hasn't been the greatest, you know, but life is life. You know, we always say that. Um, but, I mean, I don't think anything really – Terrible has happened. Um, things have just been kind of smooth. Um, my favorite time of the year is coming up, which is uh Comic Con. So you already know how that goes. I'll, I'm gonna be nerding out with all with all of my blurs and all of that. It's another um, year down for me. I gotta wait till next year again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you know, it's one of my favorite holidays. You know what I'm saying? It's four days of pure of pure joy. Um, <laughs> that's my heaven. You know what I'm saying? If I, if I go, if when I go to heaven, if there's not an arcade, I don't want to be there. Um, so, but, but yeah, man, solid seven. Um, I'm just really excited. There's a couple things when it comes to the video editing side, uh, in the works right now. So I'm hoping that comes through, you know, so, but then, but you know, life is life. Everybody's good on my end. So it is pretty solid. Uh, today, uh, we have the honor to have to have someone on that I can say that I've known since my daughter has been born, since before my daughter was born. So literally, we, we for real, we've known each other for ten years now. So it's wild when you really think about it. Um, this man has done so many amazing things. He's had so many opportunities that he's literally grabbed the bulls by the horn, twist dropped him to the ground and gave it an elbow drop. You know what I mean? Like when I tell you he's assaulted this bull um, with amazingness and positivity. Um, ladies and gentlemen, representing the Jabba Tears podcast, 
So, Wilkins, everybody. <laughs> What's up, everybody? What's up? Y'all hear me? Yeah, you good. You straight. Okay, okay. My, my shit was messing up earlier. But what's oh, up, guys? Good. How y'all feeling? Well, you saw me already, so. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I, I, I've said this. You know, you, you've come on my podcast, the, the wrestling podcast, the Four Corners Commentary, um, before a couple times. And, you know, anytime I see you, you know it's always love. Um, and And honestly, so I'm going to say this first. I'm so proud of you and so proud of the things that you have been able to achieve, not only with the podcast, but in your personal life with complex with which we'll get into, um, man, you've done so much in the last, even say in the last five years, you know? Um, so first and foremost, you co-host, uh, well, actually, no, let's, before we get into that, brother, how's your mental health? Oh, my mental health is, uh, like, how can I explain it? It's like a six, between a six and a seven, it's like, a, it's like an up and down right now. Uh, one of the biggest things, I also, my shoot job, I'm a manager. So that's, that comes with some type of stress. And then, I like, you know, if it, it, you're helping other people out, trying to deal with that, then you're dealing with people of your bosses and then their bosses. So middle management is like, middle management is, is between like hell and purgatory. So you're dealing with this, like, it's not bad, but it's not great sometimes. And they give you a little bit of more money, but a lot more responsibilities, but you want to learn from it and deal with it and, and grow from it because there's an opportunity there. So it's kind of like that. I've been been officially in the position for the past six months been doing a position for the past year mm. so it's been a lot of that um then i got the podcast i'm dealing with other other things i'm other projects i'm trying to work on and then it's kind of like all right you you want to deal with that then i'm also like in a, a relationship so i gotta deal with that yep so it's like a bunch of stuff but it's like i, I, I but but you always say this i will say this myself I could have nothing on my plate or a lot on my plate. Right. Which one which one can I choose? Yeah, absolutely. No, that makes yeah. sense. That makes tons of sense. Um, and you know, I, I think I've said this so much on this podcast at this point, but um, yeah, so it's like it's like what I say all the time, right? Spider-Man, whom we know is my favorite, but he, you know, he balances so much in his life, which is what makes him one of the most relatable characters in comic book history. So doing all of that, you know, it, it's that having a lot on your plate can be stressful, but it's also about how you handle it and how you approach each uh, situation. Right. So you might be stressed with your girl, but if work is cool, then you're like, all right, there's some type of balance that you could try to figure out. Or, you know, if your home life is okay, but, you know, the podcast, you know, you because especially because you have, it's not just you, you know what I mean? So when you, when, let's say you're going through and we'll get into this a little bit, but, you know, you, you know, you got your brother on there. So if you two are, are like, yo, what the hell, why didn't you blah, blah, blah. And then you still got to record, you got to find that medium, Right. So that that's completely understandable. Um, so talking about podcasting, 
you are a co-host of uh, Jabba Tears podcast. Y'all have been around yes. for, what, almost a decade? Or has it been a decade already? No, it's oh. been six years, I think, at this point. Um, we've done a, we're almost at, we're close to 300 episodes. About, oh, like, about five years and then going on six. Five going on six. Jeez, that's crazy. Um, so um, you hosted with your brother, Mr. Black. And Janelle from HR, who's brother and sister of mine, you know, I love you guys like family. Uh, so how is it when it comes to so first off, real quick, what made you guys go into the podcasting world, especially when it comes to pro wrestling? And then also, what's the mental health aspect of it for you personally? Um, so the way we still the way the way we the way we started was pretty what well, it, it was an accident but it was also like we're gonna prove some people wrong type of situation so i was working i was I, you guys know i do viewing parties in new york city so i've been doing those for like going on over 10 years at this point um and been doing it for a while and i was about two years in, another guy who has his own like wrestling group on, on Facebook, he asked me if we could join, work together, and all this other stuff. So we decided to work together. Mm-hmm. And at the time, the only thing I was doing like wrestling-wise was just a viewing party. And we were at Legends and still at Legends at this time. I think this Legends, Legends is by now is my fourth venue that I've been doing, but Legends has been the most consistent over the years. Shout out to people at Legends. Right. And so at the time I was listening to like Charlemagne the God and um Andrew Schultz, their podcast called Brilliant Idiots. That's when they first started. That's when they first started. Before Charlemagne became like this mental health guy. Mm-hmm. And before Andrew Schultz blew up from what he is. I listen to that. And once in a while I'll listen to Peter Rosenberg's podcast. Mm-hmm. And I also listen to Joe Budden's podcast too. And but the biggest one was was um was Charlemagne's podcast I used to listen to. And I, I used to talk about content is king. You got to make content. You got to make content. You got to make content. And I, and then now, five, six years later, we, we all see what content is. It's like literally the driving force of entertainment nowadays. Right. So anyways, me and him were talking. He was like, he wants to grow the, 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 the Facebook brand, brand a little bit and, and try to grow it. So I tell him like, yo, in order for you to grow this brand, you got to put out content. You got to put out content, all this other nature. So then, at the time, there wasn't that many wrestling podcasts, out, especially yeah. like black wrestling podcasts at the time. So I'm wa- I'm watching first take one day. I'm at the gym at the time. I was living in Jersey City. I was at this this the dirtiest of dirtiest valleys before it went out of business. And this is this how this is how long ago this was. And I'm in the ballads and they had ESPN on and they had like a, a, a old episode of First Take. I was like, holy shit, like this should be a wrestling version of this. So I go back to Homeboy and I was like, yo, we gotta do, do like a podcast, have a conversation, like, like a first take type of vibe, and we'll do that. And he was like, I'm not sure. I don't know if I wanna be on camera. And this is like mental health shit, right? Thrown in there, because he was really insecure about how he looked on camera. Mm-hmm. So he said, fine we'll do it and then I, at the time i wanted a, a female host so 
I put out like a Facebook post and I put like, yo, hey, I, anybody, any female, females want to, want to be part of a podcast and be a host of a podcast. I was going to ask Janelle, but I know she has a, Janelle is busy and she doesn't stick to anything. <laughs> so I didn't want to ask her about it. So, but, but she was, but she told me, yo, why didn't you ask me? Yo, I can do it. So then Janelle ends up, end up being the one to do it. Yeah. So it's me, him and Janelle on the podcast. It's going pretty well, but like, I wasn't liking the vibe of it because I wanted Janelle to be the the A mic, mm-hmm. and him, me and him go head to head. But he had his own; he wanted creative control, basically. And I kind of let him have creative control. He's like, "No, I want to be the A mic." Whatever. So we do it; it's okay. And then one day he goes on vacation to Puerto Rico, and we needed. He's like, "Yo, just get somebody to, to like substitute for me." And we'll and then we'll do, to do that episode. My brother comes to substitute for him. Janelle moves to the A mic, and me and me and my brother going head to head. Fucking phenomenal chemistry. Right. He fucked up and he didn't even know it. <laughs> so we fast forward. Me and him have created differences. He's like, "Yo, I want to go my own way. I don't want to do this anymore." Blah blah blah. All right, whatever. But I didn't think he knew what he just did. So he was just like, yeah, you know, do what you want to do. I don't really care. And I don't think he ever thought it was ever going to grow, to be honest with you. Right. So I called my brother. I was like, yo, let's do this show together. I get Janelle. We sit down in Legends Bar, eat some wings, and then figure out the name. And we came up with Jobber Tears. And... We call the jobbers because none of us are superstars. Mm-hmm. And most most podcasts aren't real like stars in wrestling. So we're jobbers and we're tears because we're complaining. So jobber tears. Right. And we're going at the, at the old time. We had our old uh, camera guy, Leo, there. So we were doing the pod. And at the time, me and him are both doing the viewing parties together. He ends up doing his own podcast, and I'm doing Jabba Tears podcast. And I think it was the, the second viewing party we did together, and some guy that I never met in my life came to the viewing party. He was like, hey, what's up? I'm here to see Jabba Tears. And then he comes to me. He's like, yo, there's somebody here to see, 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 see your podcast. And I was like, oh, great. Awesome. Good. And the look on his face was like, what the fuck is going on here? So then the podcast started growing. We started doing stuff. And I always say that like, we're like the underground kings, mm-hmm. like the wrestling community, where we're not really like super mainstream. We're not like Rosenberg stuff. We're not um, the ringer. But we're known. We're known within the niche community of the niche community, which is the black wrestling fans, Latino wrestling fans. We're known within that. Absolutely. And people are like finding out about us. And it's interesting because I see so many black podcasts pop up now. And mm-hmm. we've done so much over the years that nobody really knows how much we've done in front and behind the scenes. So yeah. it, it, it's been a it's been a blessing what we've been able to do. Now, when it, to, to answer your other question, I think you had said how's it dealing with like people who are close to you. It's absolutely miserable, but it's fucking amazing at the same time. Because the one thing that I am, I see potential in everybody. 
sometimes people need this is what this comes into management in general like sometimes people don't live up to their their full potential or yeah. they don't just don't want to it's it's like I, and I use this example I use this example with Jade like Baker Mayfield like everybody thought he like, like he was going to be the next coming of a, of a football player he's good but has he lived up to his full potential maybe not or maybe he has already and that's the right. kind of the thing when, when you're dealing with people, especially people that you're close to you, who you love, you kind of like, yo, you want more for them. And sometimes this is the most that they can give. Yep. So it's been that kind of, um, that mental aspect. And then we're going to have arguments. I mean, our brother knows what, what to push my button. I know how to push this button. So we're going to have those types of things going on. But it's, it's still a blessing because I get to do it with one of my best friends and my brother. Right. On a consistent basis and we'd be able to build something together. So Absolutely. and we stayed consistent. So that's that's basically the gist of like that part of it. For sure. Um and I just want to touch on the fact that, you know, even speaking for myself and Rodney and other countless others, you know, if you guys like you guys were able to team up with a indie or you know, a lot of people, some people don't know the vernacular when it comes to wrestling. So an independent wrestling promotion and was able to create Jarvis Slam. And we were two, we had uh, two, uh, our two shows with two of the shows that were able to help sponsor that first show. And honestly, without Jarvis Slam, I don't know where the four corners of commentary would be right now. Um, all the connections that I've, that I've even been able to make with when it's, other podcasters, professional wrestlers, like, you know, you, you, you know, as well as I do, like, it's crazy as wrestling fans, right? Ever since we were kids, it's crazy to say that we're friends with world champions or former world champions, you know? So the fact that I can just hit somebody up and we can chat and then he give me some suggestions for some things is still like wild to me when I know that he's literally on TV as we speak, you know? So once again, that in itself, if y'all did nothing else after that first job of slam, that in itself is such a huge accomplishment. And just to see the, the talent and the connections and once again, just the opportunities that you guys, the three of you, have been able to create for yourselves, for even your own lanes through Jabba Tears is nothing short of amazing. Um, you know, I want to be like you guys when I grow up. So, <laughs> but, um, so, so, um, with that being said, uh, you also work in fitness. Um, you're very high in fitness, very, you're, you're pro, um, you know, everybody go work out. And if, you know, if you're not working out your body, you got to work out your mind. Um, how does that come into play in your life when it comes to your mental health? It it, it plays it plays a huge factor and um and it kind of messes me up at the same time. So like most you're not gonna you're not many people may not know this, but most people in fitness have body dysmorphia. Like it's really bad. It's really bad. Cause for instance, like I'll, I'll give an example. I'm not gonna say like Everybody like, but like, when you get to a certain level in life, your expectation goes up higher. So, 
many people in fitness, sometimes it gets to a toxic level. I'm not at that toxic level, but it's sometimes it's like, yo, I'm not fit enough. I'm not, I'm not, my body's not ripped enough, this and that, this and that. And you, and you, you're kind of messing with your head. But the beauty, but the other side of it, it's the one thing that I can kind of control. Like I can get a 30 minute workout real quick. I can do, do some pushups. I can go do something, something that can, that I can control and that can make me feel good without it being detrimental to my health. And it's it's been it's been it's been a gift because honestly because I, I can actually get a hundred percent right in relationships no but fitness that one that that actually been been working really well for me and it's always been like something I've always been been coming back to especially working in the fitness business mm-hmm. and and it, and it's done me well and working out has been that a little bit of of drug. In, in, in my life. Now, I don't want everybody to work out, but I just want everybody to move. Because one of the biggest things you'll see is that as uh, us men of color, like black and brown men, heart disease is through the roof. Yeah. And it's not even about looking good. It's about like being, just being healthy. Mm-hmm. And living, outliving your parents like seeing you ch- walking your child down the aisle, if you got a girl or a guy, whatever it is, just 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 being there and being there for the people that you love, and that's that's the biggest thing. From like looking good is one thing, but being healthy is more important. And it's I think it's something that that I've always been wanting to do, especially after I got shot. It, it, it was like number one priority. Like if I can live, I can live this out. Make sure my life, I'm healthy. So, 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 so it's been like a major part of my life and, and my, it helps me keep my routine. Like I'm about to get this new apartment. The main thing I needed was number one was a washer and dryer in my unit and a gym. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So like it's things, it's, it's been part, it's part of my life. And it's all things, things, things that, that I need in my, in my life, but it's helped me like keep things on point, keep myself in check basically. But that's been like the biggest thing for me. Yeah, well, because I, I listen, that's new information to me. Um, hearing hearing a little bit of your story right there, I did not know that that you've been shot. But that's a wake up call for anybody. You know, when you go through what you go through, and you see you go through that trauma, and mentally you got to get your mind right. You got to get ready to step back out there, and then it's like boom. All right, what's the next step? I got to be here. I got to see tomorrow. That's I'm gonna do everything in my power to see tomorrow. With that being said, for people that's out there that may be listening, that might be slightly overweight, maybe obese, may may try to thinking about starting how to get that health journey started for them. Where do you recommend that somebody would start? Just a starting point, stepping stones, baby steps. Walk. Try to get eight thousand steps in a day. That is it. Gotcha. Just wake up and just wake up. We live in New York, so it's a little bit easier because we walk around a lot, especially New York City, Manhattan area. But if, let's say you're in the burbs. Let's say, let's say you're like legit a big person. Go to, you don't have to go to the gym. Just start walking around your block. Walking is probably one of the easiest way to start getting to start moving. And you, you don't got to do no, no weights. You don't got to do no calisthenics. You don't got to do nothing. Just start walking. And then if you, and if you, after a couple of times around your block, 
go to the gym. And, I, and, and, and it took me a while to really understand that the gym is a very uncomfortable place for many people. Men, women, it doesn't matter. It's a very uncomfortable place. Because I've been going to the gym since I was like 16. And so it's always been like part of my life. I just go. Sometimes I fall off once in a once in a blue. But it's, I've always been able to be comfortable going to the gym. But I, and trust me when I say this, everybody in the gym is there for a goal. Everybody in the gym has something that they feel is wrong with them, and that's why they're working hard about it. Like, you know what I mean? So, and, and for people who listen to this, it's not a big deal. Just go. Just go. Find a little place in the corner. Do your thing. But just start moving. And, and, and I think that's people think people make it too much of a big deal when they go, oh, man, what's what's No, start walking. Just start walking. Get on a treadmill and walk on a treadmill for 30 minutes. 20, and if you can't do 30 minutes, do 20, do 15, but build it up and that's it. That's, that's like the, the start, the start of it when it comes to that. And it, 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 it everything will work out. That's what you need to start moving. And I always believe in like my whole life mantra is create momentum. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you're pushing something up, a, like you're pushing something and it's kind of, you're going, you're going, and then and then you get you get kind of faster, faster at it, you're getting better and better and better because you're creating momentum. When you start creating momentum, you, you're good. Because starting is going up the hill, and then once you get in that in that groove, it's, it's like going down the hill. Right. Now, thank you for that. Thank you because um, it's it's one of those ever going things where I hear people say, "Man, my." You, we, you probably hear it. I know I heard it when I was managing the gym. Well, what we, I, what American considers a gym, I didn't consider it a gym. I thought it was a playground. Um, but the biggest thing we always heard was New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. I see you come in in January because we got the hot new deal, and I, I you're gone by March. I used to see it all the time, and when you try to come back by summertime. No one knows where to start. That right there, if whoever's listening, take that. That's a word from a, from a professional telling you, walk, just get moving. It's the best thing to possibly do. To free advice, it's free. It, the, walk, okay. That's what we ask you to do is walk. So I, I think that's first of all, it's huge when it comes to heart disease, any cardiovascular. Building up stamina, pushing that heart a little bit harder than what you normally would to save your life. You, I, I remember, and I don't mean to cut you off, I'm so no, sorry, right. but I just it brought this this thing to my so one of my closest friends ever passed away from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. He right. was at the time he was 33. And I say this me and him started working out. He was a couple years younger than me at the time. Me and him started working out together and when we started, it was about like, maybe like three weeks or like a two months later, he ended up passing away from, from the heart attack. He was walking up a flight of stairs and he passed away. And the, doc, the, the, the autopsy, the doctor goes, whatever, is, is talking to us about it and said this, I shit you not. If he didn't start working out those two months ago, he would have died two months ago. So 
I say this to say, I say this, you don't know how long you have here. And I keep telling people, yes, looking good is one thing. Everybody wants to look good naked. <laughs> Trust me, everybody wants to look good naked. Bro, half of us, we have a mirror by our bed while we have while we having sex with our girl. We kind of look at ourselves sometimes. Let's <laughs> check ourselves out. It's not the hell, it's very, it's, it's a bad habit, but we all do it once in a while. We all butt booty Still. naked in the bathroom and check Still. ourselves out. Yeah, it's that, but we've all done it. We've all done it in our lives. We all look at ourselves. But the biggest thing is making sure that you're healthy. And we all got bad habits. Some of us drink, some of us smoke. I love caffeine. Welcome to working at a freaking gym. Um, (laughs) And, but it's better to keep, to move. Obviously eat healthy. We want to eat healthy and everything. But move, because literally the doctor said it saved him. It gave him an extra couple months of life. Yeah. Because he started working out. Yeah. And and I think we forget like we just gotta start moving because we live in a very sanitary world. Everything we do is sitting down. Like nowadays, we just start moving. Like we're meant to be to be moving. Right. So I just wanted to to bring that up because. I will never forget that because he, the doctor said, and I was like, holy shit. Because he was trying to change his life. He was like, yo, I really want to change my life. And it gave him a couple more months. And things were going, and things were going good for him. Nah, man. It, it's, it's, it's definitely huge. It's huge. I know my brother is a workout warrior. Um, yeah, vegan, crazy man. I, I call him a psychopath, but I check in with him once a month. He checks on me. He, he keeps me on point. He's my accountability buddy. And my running buddy. What did you work at? I worked at um, PF. If you if you don't mind me asking, I like to call it the adult playground, Planet Fitness. Yeah. You you know what? I remember you telling me that, and I was like, Yo, I hate and love that place at the same time. <laughs> it's an adult playground. It, it's it's, it's like how we feel about New York. It's, it's a love hate relationship here. It, it it's it was like so. My thing with Planet Fitness, I know what you're doing. This is not a place you want to get somebody healthy. You don't want to get somebody in shape. Your whole, and I and maybe I'm wrong, but your whole business model is we're cheap, so you're going to forget that you're paying this bill. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to give you free pizza um, on the first Monday of every month and free bagels on the second Tuesday of every month. So come get fat. We all do. <laughs> like, come get fat, fat, and keep giving me your twenty-one dollars a month, so you can keep playing for <laughs> and lay ten, on this hydro bed. Ten, 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 ten in January. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm being real, but that's what it was. January first, it's a January twenty-first. Ten dollars for Look, four months. <laughs> working there, I had no. So I met my fair share of crazy people. It's either senior citizens because it's it's cheap. Or it's either young people, like severely young, like mom and dad got to sit in the lobby while you work out type young kid, like training for cross country on a treadmill somewhere. Or we get these knuckleheads in here that think they're doing something, but you're not really doing anything. Just sitting around talking and texting and taking videos of themselves. So I, I dealt with that a lot. But the good thing about it is it was a free place to work out. I'll punch out, just go work out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's 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 and I and I um there was a time that I was not working at a gym full time. I was a teacher at my part time job, and I was training on the side. And I just didn't have the time 
to work out the way that I wanted to. I'll get like some things in at the gym that I would um, train clients in, but I didn't have the time. And I remember going, going back, I was like, yo, this is going to be part of my life at work. Cause I got it. I got to do this. When I went back to, 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 to working in, in the fitness industry, like full time. Yeah. It, it's, it's one of the gift. it's a gift and a curse. But nowadays as I manage, sometimes I work out going to be as long as I want it to be. Cause some, Hey, I need this. I need this. I need this. Like I'll be in the gym. No lie. Like four 30 in the morning before we open. Mm-hmm. Cause, Cause I don't want to deal with nobody. I hear that. I hear that. And it's, 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 it's wild how, you do meet some of your fair share of good people, though, um, that really change your life and really oh, give yeah. you life advice. A lot of the old heads in there that's been that come from Gold's Gym, they just like, yo, listen, I can't be around them young bloods no more, man. I can't do that no more. So I, I gotta get stay on the Smith machine and just do my little thing. I can't be deadlifting no more. And I'm like, yo, listen, that's that's all good, but I learned a lot from a lot of those guys where they're like, hey, man, they taught me some things to keep myself safe while I was working out, also. Told me some things about life, about health, what's important. Um, don't don't always step on the scale. I was a big sucker about that. Mm-hmm. Stepping on the scale, I'm like, damn it, I only lost 0.5. Come on, like really? And it's like, dude, that's 0.5 less than what you were. Dude, what yeah, you were about yeah. it for? Just keep it moving. We get caught up with that scale stuff. It's like body composition needs to change, but then also I severely think like women be talking about how chicks online be messing their heads up men online be messing dudes heads up yeah oh like, yeah some of these male influencers i'm gonna tell you this right now i'm gonna tell you, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now they are on the gas <laughs> and, I, and when i say the gas i mean steroids i mean um anabolics i mean test i mean any type of thing you can think of they be on that and you'd be like, yo, how do I get this? What's going on? You'd be messing, it messes with a lot of heads. Even some young, it messes with especially the young kids, like, yo, this is how I want to look. But I but you don't know that they they're juicing. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um and, oh, no, 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 go ahead. No, please. No, I I find it so funny because I, I remember having these conversations with some of these people. Like, this would be at the time, Liver King, that was a big guy when I was working at the gym. He was really, he was on a low end though. But as time went on, you saw the transition. I'm like, yo, that man's roided up out of his mind. <laughs> eat, kids yeah. Like, yo, yo, we got to eat this raw meat. Yo, you ain't right. You ain't eating the raw meat. Yo, I'm not eating no raw nothing. Listen, let, let me raw explain. Egg, raw eggs in a cup. Articles. No, I'm, I'm good, bro. Look. You want to follow that guy and watch him on YouTube telling you to eat this meat and you're going to look like him? Right. Knock right. yourself out. But I recommend <laughs> that you don't do that. <laughs> My recommendation, just come to the gym and do your work. Put your work in. Eat right. Don't listen to that guy. It's, it's, it's insane because some of the dudes, and like, there's one guy I know, um, Akeem, I don't know if you ever see him. He's he's on he's, he's big on calisthenics and weightlifting. And him is Akeem Supreme. Yep. I used to work with him. We used to work for the same company. We used to work at Econox together. And I know him personally, not like on some very intimate, like a pause, in, like a personal, like a super personal level, but we worked together. We were cool and everything. But he is legit. He is one of the few that all he does is eat. 
legit super clean, works out like a lifts like a maniac, and does cow sounds like a maniac. But also, he said it himself, I'm genetically gifted. Mm. That's what a lot of people don't know, don't understand sometimes. Some people are just genetically gifted. But the work that you have to put in is ridiculous. I remember there was a story that my boy who was really close to him was telling me how he was dating this girl and they used to go out to eat and he would bring his own food. Mm. It's crazy. Like, there's a level that you have to be at to do these things that, that we see on social media. Like, like, and, and I don't think people understand the, the work that goes in with the people who are legit look great and who the amount of like they can't live like regular people right that's one side then people forget that these motherfuckers online these fitness people solid quarter of them edit their edit the edit their pictures like edit their pictures and I don't want to knock anybody, but like some people are just be straight lying to these people. And I, I and I mean, so I can hate them. I'm just being honest. Like it, it's a, it's it's a, a lot of it is it messes with a lot of people's heads. You like, can, yeah. Not mean to cut you off, but you could possibly be saving a young kid's life right now. It's very be- true. Because you're t- giving them knowledge and putting them on some game because they might be watching somebody right now is trying to do some crazy stuff thinking that they're going to need to work harder. And next thing you know, you start getting into your feelings. You start feeling, I'm never going to look like this. Now I want to do something to harm myself. So by you putting them on game saying, just slow down with that. Stop liking those photos. Stop always diving into that. Now you can support that person say, yeah, yeah, I like what you're doing. But don't take that word for gospel. It, 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 it's not because there's so many ways to do things. And, and, and like, we we got we to gotta admit that, in the, especially in the industry, but the thing about, and this is what I realized in the, the fitness side of the industry when it comes to males, I kind of feel like we get no leeway. That's fair. We get no pass of like, yo, I'm having a shitty day. I'm not going to work out. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, and listen, am I listening to this? Women have the shit end of the stick for many years. They've Absolutely. been told that uh, the, it, it, it's like, Weight has always been a fad. Sometimes it's cool to be curvy this month. The next month is you have to be skinny. The month after that, it's about big boobs and no butt. So I, so I get it. I get it. So it's this up and down thing when it comes to it. But men never had like this leeway of like, yo, I feel like shit. It's okay. You don't got to go to the gym. There's, right. there's like this constant like, thing, especially in male in, in, in the fitness industry, that you gotta look a certain way. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 always been interesting to me because when you when you read about it and you see it, it's like uh get up and you get up and they like, like it's okay to call a dude fat. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. And I think look, you know, I, I think there's there's ways, you know, like we, we talk about the mental aspect of things, right? Reading things and watching things on both sides, males and females, like they affect your mental. And if you don't feel okay enough with yourself, you're not going to put forth the effort to do the things that you want to do. So whether it's fitness, whether it's 
editing, whether it's being a parent, you know, you have to be all right with you to make sure that not only you're good, but the people around you are good. Yeah. And if you're not, and even if they're not okay with themselves, as long as you know you are and you did whatever you're able to do, at the end of the day, you go to sleep in your own head. Right. Yep. You you you're 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 in your head. So only you can really live with the decisions that are made that you are able to control. Um, with that being said, let's switch the topic real quick. Um, you, sir, have been more of a public speaker when it comes to backstage interviews in the wrestling industry. Uh, shout out to HOG to you out here in your in, in his in his fly suits. Um, but also, excuse me, but like I said earlier, also with complex. So you've been able to interview a lot of different people about a lot of different things. Um, how has it been being more of a public speaker outside of only the podcast realm? Um, nervousing, fucked up a couple times, still trying to get good at it. It's one of those life things that that I'm I'm working on because it's out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, dealing with people that when the podcast world is kind of like, oh, this is this is this is my realm. I'm with my people, working with my people. Complex, um, House of Glory. I'm dealing with people outside of my personal bubble. Right. And it's been a journey because you got to maneuver correctly. And you deal, you're dealing with people with massive egos. As much as people think I have like the biggest ego in the world, I kind of don't because I kind of don't give a fuck half the time. It's like, oh, whatever. I'll yeah. figure it out myself. And I've always been able to put my ego at, keep my ego at bay because I understand like leave that shit at the door. It's a bigger picture, but a lot of other people can't deal with that, right? Or know how to deal with that, and it gets frustrating at times. But it's been a journey because I've been trying to figure. I've been learning how to deal with that and maneuver maneuver in my personal life in the same. It's like we're both on the same road when we work with people. And you don't want to, you kind of want to get in front of them, but then it might lead to an accident. So you're trying to like maneuver the right way on this one lane high, on this one lane highway. Right. So do you let let them lead, but then sometimes they're not leading the right direction and you got to step, you got to drive in front of them. So it's, that's been the, the biggest thing to deal with and understand and understand that. Like, I read this. Um, reading. I'm reading this. Um, this book, and I'm also listening to it. It's called um, Human Nature, and it talks about how that doesn't matter how talented you are, you have to understand human nature. Absolutely. And how to deal with just how to maneuver with people. So it's that's been my biggest thing. Is like, yes, the public speaking. Because to be honest with you guys. I had a stutter up until the time I was like 14. Mm-hmm. I was in a speech class and everything. I had a speech impediment for many years. So it's it's a for me, it's the biggest win in my life for me to be able to do this regardless. And it's hard because when you're in corporate settings, sometimes it's hard to be yourself, but then they yeah. want you to be yourself. 
but then you have to be yourself kind of like watered down a little bit, but they don't want the fully watered down because that doesn't right. work. It's not why they right. want you on board. So you see, you got to maneuver. And then people have this thing, oh, don't, don't dim your life for other people, but then you don't want to dim your life, but then these other people just, their insecurities are, are involved in it. So you got to figure out how to, how to deal with that. And it, it's, it's been a blessing. Like these past like two years has been less about me and more about how to deal with people yeah. and how to understand people better for my own sanity and my own, and, and, and my own growth. Absolutely. So it, it's been interesting with these, with these projects that I've been on, the, like I said, it's been a blessing, but it's also like, wow, it, it hits your mental sometimes. It's like, you know, I got to maneuver a certain type of way and I got to deal with this a certain type of way. No, absolutely. And that that's life, right? Like you yeah. have, you have to learn how to adjust not only with the times because it's always changing, but you interact with different people on a daily basis. Yeah. So, you know, like, yes, you know, like, look, we all have crap dates, right? That that's absolutely allowed. You know, no one like, you know, one of my slogans is stay positive. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to always be positive. You're allowed to have bad days. But, you know, my mom was on the show a couple episodes ago and she's like, you know, she said, it's about the amount of time that you stay in that rut. You know, you can give you, you can start off and give yourself three days, but then cut down to two then cut down to 24 hours and cut down to 12. But it's about how you adjust and once again, you, you can't control other people. That's number one, okay? And if you do, you're a sick individual. But you can't really, <laughs> no. But but honestly, right, you can't truly control other people. The only thing you can control is the shit that you can control. Yeah. So, so, you know, then, man, you're absolutely right. Like, you know, even, even with people to, that you've known forever, you still have to adjust because, once again, life is always changing um and even your mood right you could see you could get a reaction from somebody that you've never seen before but maybe that's been building in for a while maybe they went through a new experience and they don't know how to handle it you know so even when it, it comes to public speaking good it's 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 been people in moves that's the biggest thing i've had to learn over the past like two three years is Sometimes it's just not, it's not even about you. It's about what they're going through. Yeah. I'll tell you a story. I tell this story all the time and I don't really care who hears this, but this is, this, this is my truth. Um, I have this, I have this, I have this, I have this person on my team and I manage him at first, this person, like her, I, I was dealing with her, him, her, trying to make mix it up a little bit. I, you know what? It was him. It was a good, you keep it honest. I'll give it a book. It was him. So, at first, great relationship. You know, I'm doing my thing as, as manager, like manager in training. Then I end up getting the position full time, and I'm doing what I think is best for the team. He doesn't like it. He thinks I'm sabotaging him. And this is probably one of the biggest lessons I had to learn is controlling my own emotions. So, he has this complex about he thinks he's better than everybody else he's more intelligent than everybody else and he is a smart guy but 
you can't act like you're better than everybody else because God didn't make you better than anybody else. We're all good in, in different types of ways. I would say hello to him, and he wouldn't say hello back. Cool. I go, all right, whatever. Not a big deal. It's not a cool. And then, I, and then another day comes by. I say hello, hello to him again. Totally ignores me. I don't care if you don't like me. Be courteous. Yep. Got to check myself because I feel like I'm being disrespected at this point. So one day I was like, I need to talk to this guy because I need to figure out what's wrong. Whatever I did to him, I need to take accountability for that so we can get past this. Even though we don't, we don't have to like it, but we have to work with each other. And, mm-hmm. it's, and I need to set an example for the rest of the team that we can, everybody, everybody's at least courteous to each other. Because people will see me say hello to him and he doesn't say hello back. So I, right. so boom, I see him. I was like, yo, can I speak to you in my office real quick? He goes, what, what do you want? I go, yo, can I talk to you in my office real quick? What do you, and he goes, yo, what do you want? And he's like puffing up his chest, mm-hmm. acting like, 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 like he's ready to fight me. And I just want to talk to the kid. Like have a, a genuine conversation with him. Finally get to talk to him. I was like, yo, whatever I did wrong to you, I want to take accountability for it and figure it out. This motherfucker would not tell me what I did wrong. He kept going around the conversation. He said, you know what you did. You tried to sabotage me. How? <laughs> and I was like, yo, how? Please, he's like, you know what you did. Houseway. And I keep asking him, do you I was like, yo, bro, what did I do wrong? I don't know what I did wrong. He's like, nah, I asked everybody was it wrong, and they told me it was wrong, and I you try to you try to destroy me. I said, okay, once again, how, how did how, what did I do wrong? And I'm getting tight. Once again, I control my emotions in this conversation. So then I was like, you know, this ain't going nowhere. That's when he, that's when I had to learn. Like it was that point I know sometimes you gotta pull yourself out of the situation and be like, and take this out. You did the most you can do in the situation. Take this up. So I said, you know what? Yo, thank you for coming in. In my office, talk to me. I'll talk to you later. Now, this is when it gets funky. So I have a baldy. Once in a while, I go to my barber, get shaped up, and get the baldy cleaned up extra nice. I usually do it myself. I get the beard, get, get my fake beard lined up. So I go to my barber. Shit's all cool. Now, my barber takes Zell. I send my barber, I send some money, I send I send money, but the dude and my barber have the same spelling of same spelling. Oh. So I send it to dude by accident. Oh. Controlling emotions at this point. So I text dude because we have each other's number because I'm I, mm-hmm. I'm technically his boss. I was like, yo, hey, when you get a chance, I send some money to you by accident, send it back. Patient, I'm patient. He never texts me back. I know that shit got delivered to you because it said delivered. This is iPhones. I go to work the next day and I'm thinking every fucked up thing to do. Should I throw a kettlebell at his head? Should I straight like pull up on him like, yo, where's my money type of shit? I was like, nah. Once again, control my emotions. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to lose my job. He's going to look. It, it's one of his old Jay-Z lines. You shoot me, you're a hero. I shoot you, I'm a fool. Mm-hmm. So I went to him. I was like, hey, I, you know, I sent, as first as I said, hey, I, I called out his name. He ignored me. I called out his name again. Hey, he ignored, I'm, I'm literally standing next to him at this point. He ignores me again. And I call him again. Yo, hey. He goes, yo, huh? 
I was like, yo, I sent you some money by accident. Can you please send it back to me? He goes, are you dead? Bitch, I know you fucking got my money. Why are you fucking playing stupid? But I didn't say that. I thought that. Right, Once again, right. Controlling my emotions in this situation. And he goes, he goes, oh, man, I got to see which account that's the Zell is connected to. Ladies and gentlemen who are listening, fellas, that was like four or five months ago. I still haven't got my money back. Oh, geez. And every time I see him, I got to control my emotions. Yep. Make sure I don't do nothing stupid and ignore him. <laughs> I, got a, I got a question. Yes. Is he a good worker? Yes. So I let it go. Oh, that's so the I word. let it go. And Hell I put my heels to the side every time about it. Because I was like, yo, at the end of the day, he's helping with my bonus. Yep. Mattis. <laughs> you can keep so going. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to sweat it. Even though I think he is borderline the scum of the universe. Yeah, that's scum. He's a great worker. That's, yeah, that's that's yeah. terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Oh, no, you've been I, I've been there as a boss. I've been there. It, it's you. Damn, you want to get? I'd say I just want to toss you out the window right now. Just say yo, you're fired. Goodbye. Go home. Damn, you work too damn good. I can't even get rid let of me, you. Let me meet, let me beat you with this medicine bar real quick. Oh no no no! I need this job. I need this I need job. job. Uh, and that's and that's the thing. What middle management is is like. For if you let it get to this is the mental and the, and the, we're speaking of mental health, it gets to you because you're in this real purgatory, borderline hell situation. Like you're, it's a blessing. Like don't get me wrong, it's a fucking. I will always say my job is a blessing. I'm not gonna take it too lightly. I've been blessed. They they take care of me in certain types of ways. I'm. I, it's a fucking blessing. But you sometimes get some type of pressure on you, and you're dealing with people. You're dealing with a team. Some that want to be don't want to be motivated. Some that want to be motivated, and some that just you got to be at a point where it doesn't matter if team member B hates your guts. Yeah. And I don't care what nobody says. I don't care about being liked. I don't. I don't care about it. Everybody likes being liked. Especially when you got that manager tag over your head. <clears throat> yeah, you yeah. want to be liked by your team yeah. because they work better for you. Absolutely. But then again, you want to be respected by your team. So that's another like that's level cool. of level you gotta deal with. Because they can like you, but they don't respect you at all. Uh, or vice or obviously vice versa, right? They could also respect you and then not give two shits about you. So it's like yeah, it's like okay, so obviously there's a fine line that that you have to teeter on. You know, it's like you know, it's like your Dick Grayson, you know, when his parents were alive, you know what I'm saying? He's on the road, he's on yeah. the tightrope. You know, uh, it, being, a, being a management is a three tier cake. You know, you got to get the team to build a foundation, then you got to get the team to really like you and really get on board to what the plan is. And then you have to get them to execute. Yeah. And if they don't respect you or like you, that then the whole middle is gone. So there's no execution happening. Now your foundation is on shaky ground. Now we're going to have to start all over. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and it's and it's something that you deal with. And then I, I do have like a, a mentor who's my GM, and he's very good to me. So he's he's been helping me like maneuver with certain things. So I'm so he's been a blessing in that. But it's like certain situations you're like, yo, do I gotta deal with this shit today? Yep. Like do I like, like you you and this is I, and to be honest, this is work in general. You walk into work sometimes like, yo, uh, do I gotta do I wanna deal with this today? 
Right. And yep. as much as I love my job, there be days I'm looking at these motherfuckers like, fuck all y'all. <laughs> I can't stand yep. last one of y'all is. <laughs> F you, F you, F you, you're cool. F you, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's, that's exactly what it goes. And 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 then sometimes the brother or sister that you're cool with at work be annoyed at you too. You're like, yo, nigga, shut up. Yep. <laughs> okay. Like I have an office, and sometimes my team just be walking in my office like, yo, hey, nah. like what? Nah. Like what? <laughs> but but I want to keep the open door policy. But sometimes like, yo, yo, can, can I get these forty five minutes for me to eat and watch Dark Side of the Ring by myself? Right. <laughs> 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 like nah, you're not gonna give me this. There was Absolutely. one day, one of my one of my dudes. He we, we we came in the company together. I got promoted and stuff. But he's always been my dude. He's in my he he's in my office with one of his clients, and she also works for the company. She's like a group fitness person, and she's crying her tears out. So I went to get lunch. I walk in, and. This is my office, by the way. This is my, my name's on the door. I walk in. She goes, yo, yo, what do you need? I said, bitch, what? <laughs> what do I need in my office? But once again, control my emotions. <laughs> right, <laughs> so, right. I said, I'm just no, going to grab some hot sauce from here, and I'm going to go in the other office. I see like you guys are busy in my office right now, so y'all can have this right now. But it's it's stuff like that, like, and I'm learning that, like, you can't react to things. Nah. Yep. Absolutely. Setting is everything. The way people portray you is everything. Um, especially being men of color. It is very, very hard not to be the angry black man and in a in a corporate setting. It's yeah. Difficult. Cause so you see things that just piss you off. Very it's, easy it's, too. It's very something small. Like why why? But you know what? But even in right, <laughs> just a corporate setting. Once again, this, this this literally right. This is this expands so much to just life. Cause look, I before we close out, Kevin Kevin Hart's most recent uh special, I think it's reality check. Um, he said something along the lines of of <laughs> he was like, Listen, when I have friends and they tell me about something stupid, I told them straight up, I'm snitching, I'm telling. <laughs> Don't I'm too old for this. I'm too old for your games. And essentially, like that's really what it is, right? So at, at some level, and, and this isn't this obviously is not everybody, obviously, but I at least I know with the three of us, there's a point in life where we were just like, dude, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this with you. Because I'm not going down if you go down. And that's and that doesn't necessarily mean anything illegal, but once again, that goes mental, that goes emotional. That's that's you sometimes you just it's either A, you just drift apart because that's life sometimes, or B, you gotta cut them off. Or you know what? Sometimes maybe they just gotta cut you off. And it is what it is. But with that being said, brother. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. This is Sir Wilkins from the Job Tears podcast. Uh, can you or would you like to let them know where they can follow you or where they can find you? Um, find me on all forms of social media, Sir Wilkins, S-I-R underscore Wilkins, W-I-L-K-I-N-S. I'm pretty much everywhere for the most part. Um, thank you, gentlemen, for having me on. I don't I went on too many tangents. My apologies. No. 
No, no, it was perfect. You're fine. It was literally perfect. <laughs> um, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. No, man, listen, it's a pleasure to have you on. We have to do this again because there is yeah. so much more that we didn't even touch on that I was dying to talk about because there's there's a nerdy side to you that I think yeah. a lot of people don't realize. And, you know, you you know me and you know Rod and, you know, that's how yeah. I like So, so thank you, man. Um, Rod, let know, nah, always, brother. And once again, I know I can speak for Rod when I say we are so proud of you and for all thank of you. that. Forget about it. Um, we didn't even talk about you getting in the ring. We're we doing that next time. We're doing that next time. Yeah. Sure. Um, Rod, let them know where you can find you, bro. Man, you can find me at Rod underscore Rod underscore Binks on Instagram and Rod Rod Binks on Twitter. Um, guys, just a message before you just leave it. Just want to leave you with some happy thoughts. My favorite line to say to people is, you're overcoming to become. So whatever you're going through, just get past that, overcome to become what you want to be and be great down the road. Absolutely. And you can always find me, uh, what's my handle? At Mr. Marvel 87 on Leave me alone. It's been a long day. Um, uh, at Mr. Marvel87 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, I am doing something new with my TikTok. A little bit of, I'm calling them daily reminders. So if you want to go check that out, man, uh, it, 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 it's pretty cool so far. It's only two out, but it's pretty cool so far. Um, make sure you follow 88 Pod 2023 both on Instagram and Twitter. We will be posting clips of a lot of our previous shows. So be on the lookout for that. Also, if you have any questions, statements, or anything that you want to talk about, or even any questions for any of our guests from here and before and after, you can go to 88pod2023 at gmail.com. Also, you can also DM us. Um, we, both, we, we have them, so we can touch on some of your topics down the road. As always, ladies and gentlemen, stay positive. And Rod, hit them with it. Man, if you're looking for a different angle, we're the guys to give it to you. It's been a different angle podcast, guys. We love you. Peace. Peace. New obsession. It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson. It's living and winning and building something that's impressive. I don't want to do the same thing. I want to be progressive. Got a lot of dreams that I make come true. Got a lot of things that I want to do. Got a lot of goals that I want to prove. And there's not a lot of time, so I got to make moves.